0: It's the Mermaid Podcast. We've got mermaids on the land and down below. Legs or fins, you will love our show. All the news that makes us splash is on the Mermaid Podcast. Hello, you're listening to the Mermaid Podcast, and I'm your host, Laura Von Holt, the fairy boss mother of Cinderly. Hi, Mer friends! How are you? I miss you! This is going to be a quick episode, but it is packed with a lot of information and things that you need to know. First, the last episode I posted was a mini-sode where I talked about a common listener question, which is, are mermaids real? I talked about a few theories on that, so go listen to it, and I really liked doing these mini-sodes for you because I love to know what your questions are, and it's a fun way to do something a little bit different here. So if you have any more questions like that, just let me know. I love to hear from you. I'm going to say that a lot this episode. I love to hear from you. So with that mini-sode, I have closed out season two, which by the way, the seasons are kind of arbitrary. It's just a way for me to wrap my head around times when I am producing or not producing the podcast. And also so that I can take a hiatus and figure out uh, what content I might want to do next on the podcast. And so I am cooking up a few things for season three. And I will most likely do things a little bit differently, but don't worry. There will be mermaids. Lots of mer-folk. Always mermaids. Duh. All the time. That's why we're called The Mermaid Podcast. And on that note, I want to thank every one of my listeners. I love your messages and your comments and your reviews. And I'm very, very, very grateful for each and every one of you. So thank you for tagging our Instagram at mermaidpodcast on photos and stuff you see on the internet, um, for sending me links and showing me what mermaid stuff you are into. There's no podcast without an audience. And so even though I can't see you, I know you're out there. And I thank you so much for spending some time here with me. So hugs and squeezes forever, forever. You're the best. I love you so much. Mwah. Okay. Season three will be later this year in the summer. I am taking a bit of a production break, mainly to dream up some new stuff for you. And also because I have some other big projects going on and they need some time and focus for me. So what are those projects? <laughs> Thank you so much for asking. So in February and March, I went back to the theater. You might not know this, but over a decade ago, I founded a theater company in New York City. It's called Little Lord. Um, It's super fun, experimental, really crazy. And I took a break from writing and acting and producing for the stage, but this year it turned out that there was a role for me. So um, at the top of 2019, I spent about eight weeks in the rehearsal room and on stage. And it was so, so fun to be back in the rehearsal room and performing and, you know, being a part of that community again was was just the best. Um, everyone that I've ever gotten to work with has been so creative. And I really just want to give a heartfelt shout out to the cast of Little Lord Skinnamarink because... Um, just the brains in that room and the joy um, of being on stage with them. It's, it was was so fun. So fun. Um, and then, What was also very fun is that the show was a critical success. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, We were a New York Times critics pick. We had a huge review in the paper. Like, they sent a photographer to the dress rehearsal, which they only usually do on Broadway. And we were, like, a 60-seat house on East 4th Street. Um, So, yeah, we had huge photos in the paper and a a bunch of inches um, in the print edition. Um, And then on the front of the art section, there was a picture of the cast next to Britney Spears. And I was on the edge of the row. So it was like me and Britney Spears, almost as if we were in the same photo together. That's how close we are. We were. Um, so, I mean, I was really excited about The Good Review, but I was also just really excited that I was right next to Britney Spears. And now, like, we have to be friends. Me and Britney, we're friends. You heard it here. You heard it here first. We were in the same paper together. So now we're just friends, okay? Uh, <laughs> But also while I was in the show, I did a kind of a backstage vlog to document what it's like to be in a play and the process of rehearsing and putting a show up um, while I was also working on my writing projects. And I figured it's not a perspective that many people get or share, so that's why I made a vlog about it. Um, And I have so much film content that there are already seven episodes and more to come. I haven't even caught up with the show and it's already in real time has ended, uh, but I still have so much more footage to edit. So I called the vlog. Don't Quit Your Daydream. And each episode is about seven to nine minutes. And you can find them on YouTube on our channel, Cinderly. And I also put them on IGTV on my personal account on Instagram, which is at Laura Von Holt. And I will put links to that in the show notes. So just swipe up in your podcast app and look for those details. um, If you want to stock my life backstage, I made you a vlog for it. Um, And then speaking of writing projects, you've heard me talk about writing mermaid books. And I am finishing up my second mermaid romance. Um, It's with my editor, and then we'll go into production. And this is a Little Mermaid retelling. And so the first book I wrote in my series, the series is called Sea of Love. The first book is called King of the Sea, and it's about Triton, the merman demigod, and his romance with a Monte Carlo showgirl. And so in my mind, this romance um, is a jumping off point for a golden era of mer-human relationships. In my world, it's like, okay, if the King of the Sea and the Little Mermaid, you know, end up with humans, what does that mean for, like, all of European history? Yeah, thank you. I know, I'm I'm a big thinker. Big picture, guys. Um, So the second book that is with my editor now is called Princess of the Sea, and it is my version of The Little Mermaid's Royal Wedding. And it's, It's about what's it like to be, you know, young mermaid, kind of Romeo and Juliet, but the happy ending, you know, you run off with the human prince and then try to bring both families together from sea and land and and be like, no, everyone for real, our love is totally legit. And even though we've broken all the rules, since no mermaids or humans are supposed to be in contact, but we're totally not going to ruin both kingdoms. It's going to go great. And there ain't no party like a mermaid party. Oh, yeah. Obviously. I was very heavily inspired by Harry and Meghan's wedding, and so the veil in the Princess of the Sea book is so good. Um, So Princess of the Sea will be out this spring, and don't worry, I will let you know when it's done. And the other thing I've been working out on is uh, putting out a short story that has a bit of an inspiration from the movie Splash, but this is a very outrageous story. And every time I read, reread the story, um, as I've been getting ready to publish it, I start laughing because I can't believe how outrageous I am. It's kind of like in Harry Potter um, when they say, I solemnly swear I am up to no good. Um, cause I was like, wow, Laura, you, you really went there. Go, go you girl. <laughs> um, I do in, I do write at a very high heat level, um, which means these stories are very spicy. They're for grown-ups only. If you know what I mean, wink, wink. Um, so just a fair warning in case, you know, just so you know. Um, but that, that's my thing and probably your thing too. Um, so the Sea of Love books and Splash Me will be out under my pen name, which is called Madame de Boudoir. And you can find Madame, my alter ego, all over the internet. So that's what's going on there. And then the other thing that I am working on while I will be on this little production break um, is a longer-length fairy tale retelling. So there's no mermaids in it, but there's lots of fairy tale lore. And that project has a code name right now, which I'm calling Codename Fairy Dust. Great. So it's a book I started almost five years ago, six years ago, a long time ago, and I really need to finish it like right now. Um, so these are all things that I talk about in the vlog. Don't quit your daydream, just so you have some context. Um, so these are all the things that I'm going to be working on while I take a podcast production break. I'm not just going to be on the beach like drinking a margarita. I'm going to be, you know, making my life's work. It's it's fine, guys. It's totally fine. Um, so while I'm on a break, I will be releasing a couple of bonus episodes and, um, you can always, of course, find, um, the podcast on Facebook and Instagram at mermaid podcast, or you can email me at podcast at com. So don't be a stranger, keep in touch. Um, I'm, I'm, not going away. I'm just in a writing cave. So leave me treats at the door. <laughs> I need food. <laughs> um, okay. But before I go on this break, I wanted to introduce something which I am calling The Mermaid Report. Uh, If you have been listening to our theme song, it says, this is the podcast with all the news that makes a splash. And since there's always some cool mermaid news floating around, um, and while I wish I could interview everyone, I can't always, so I thought I needed a good way to keep you informed of what's on my mermaid life radar. Uh, My friend Lindsay Emery, who I interviewed in an episode about her book, The Royal Runaway, she suggested that I call this part Under the Sea News Network, and for short, you call it Under the CNN Get it, get it. Yeah, thank you, Lindsay. Um, but I'm just going to call it The Mermaid Report for now until I have a different idea. Okay, so pretend that this is my serious TV anchor voice. Dun, dun, dun. The Mermaid Report. The headline news in The Mermaid Report is that Disney announced the Mermaid School at Walt Disney World in Orlando, Florida. And according to the Disney Parks blog, several of Disney World's on-property resort hotels will begin offering classes that teach students how to swim like a mermaid, tail and all. Walt Disney World is partnering with with an Orlando company called the Mermaid Academy who will teach the classes, which will be an hour long. And students will have use of a swimmable tail during the class and be led through a series of activities that will help everyone embrace their inner aerial. The class costs $50 per person plus tax and will be taught on select dates at these resorts. Disney's Art of Animation, Disney's Caribbean Beach, Disney's Beach Club Resort, and Disney's Yacht Club Resort. This sounds cool. We definitely want to learn more about it. So if any of you get to try this out, let us know. We want your full review. In mermaid food news, Kellogg's launches their Mermaid Fruit Loops for a limited time in Australia. According to the photos on the internet, the cereal looks like the Fruit Loop circles, but in purple and green and yellow colors. So it's mermaid colors, not mermaid shapes. But those Fruit Loops do swim in a sea of milk, I guess. Um, I would love to try them, but they are only in Australia. So Australia, they have not reached the U S and so if any of you are in Australia and have the chance to try it, please write us your full and detailed review. Want to know how it is. And also if you're listening to this podcast and you're from Kellogg's, I'll take a box. Contact me. All right. Now, being a mermaid on the internet or over airwaves is great, but it's even better if you can meet up with your pod in real life. We have been hearing of a few different mercons or mer conventions, and we would love to check one out someday. On our radar is the California Mercon in July in Sacramento, the International Mer Convention in May in Belgium, which is organized by mermaids.eu, That's who they are on Instagram. And then we missed this one, but we had some friends who went to Mer Magic Con in DC this past February. Photos look really fun. Again, we would love to make it to one of these one day. Um, and I think it's so cool to bring, you know, kind of your your mermaid life um, with to meet, you know, with your pod and and get together and meet new mermaids and um, and, and grow community. So. Looks cool. Good job, everybody. Also, organizing those things is a lot of work, so congratulations <laughs> to those organizers. We also heard from the Cozumel Mermaids, who are organizing a team of conservation mermaids to educate and inspire folks to live an eco-friendly lifestyle. We've been following them on Instagram. They are at Mermaids. Uh, It looks really great. They really care about the ocean and about um, helping people reduce their use of plastic and just be more eco-friendly in general. Um, And obviously, oceans and our water sources are important to mermaids, and we love to support. So go check them out, follow them, and learn more about them. Um, They are cozumel.mermaids on Instagram. And March 29th was declared International Mermaid Day by the mermaid show on Freeform Siren, which you know we are fans of. Um, It's great to see everyone's photos with that hashtag, International Mermaid Day, and just a really fun idea in general. Um, So I made a list of seven things every mermaid needs for International Mermaid Day, which obviously includes this podcast and maybe some books I wrote. (laughs) So yeah, it was just some self-promo, guys. Just want to put it out there. Um, I will link to that post in the show notes. And then Siren, the show, is on a mid-season break, but they return July 11th to Freeform. I've been watching this show. I'm really into it. I was really, really happy this season that we saw more mermaids and that we learned more about the Mermaid Society. The only thing that I would love more of, and I think I probably felt this way about every mermaid film or TV show, is that I want more time underwater. I just want a day in the life of the episode. Um, so have you? I don't know if you've been watching. Let me know your thoughts. Uh, we do post a little bit on our Facebook page about it, so... Feel free to nerd out with us there on that. And speaking of Facebook, this is really the breaking news, I think, of this episode. Um, Do you want us to have a Facebook group? I mean, it's a thing. People do it. And I had created one just to hold the place, but I haven't invited anyone to it yet. I was thinking of having a group that would be a good place to talk about mermaids and pop culture. So mermaid books and movies um, and stories and all mermaid entertainment. Uh, so I posted a poll at the top of our Facebook page, The Mermaid Podcast, and you can vote there, or leave a comment and tell me what you think about having a group. It would be, you know, simple, chill, casual, just for nerding out on mermaid stuff. Um, you know, no bullying or anything because it's not how mermaids do, guys. That's not how we do it. Um, So that's the end of the mermaid report. Ta-da! It's the first one. Yay! Okay, thank you for listening, everyone. See you on the airwaves. Thank you so much for listening to The Mermaid Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please tell a friend or leave a review. Reviews are really important because they help other mermaid lovers find us. The easiest thing to to do to leave a review is right in the app that you are using right now to listen to this episode or leave a review on our Facebook page. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. We are at Mermaid Podcast, and we always love to see you on social media. Again, we'll have links to all the mermaid news mentioned in this episode on our website, mermaidpodcast.com. Our jingle was recorded by Tori Scott, the world-famous cabaret singer. She performs internationally, and you can find her at scott.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your reviews and your feedback. Thank you for your mermaid love. You inspire us to never quit our daydream. It's the Mermaid Podcast. We've got mermaids on the land and down below. Legs or fins, you will love our show. All the news that makes a splash is on the Mermaid Podcast.